I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NFL fans, it is time once again for another episode of The Big Picture. Yes, it is, and we are excited so much that we're just going to play that music over and over and over again. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Wesley Coleman, our host, is here with me as well. We are your two hosts. What's going on, my friend? Hey, doing good. Starting to, uh, we've got multiple games for each team now, so maybe we can start uh, reading into things and uh, making decisions about who's good, who's bad, and. Uh... Who to cat throw away, right? Yeah, you know, and last week it was tough because you had a lot of good teams that lost games, and now you're starting to see that okay, those first games could be anomalies. You can see some teams that won this week, uh, <clears throat> my Pittsburgh Steelers, that still look terrible, and you can see some teams that really need to worry, but. As always, this is the big picture and what we do here at Fans First Sports Network's NFL Feeds Big Picture. What we do is we go ahead and we talk playoffs at week two, just like we did at week one. Hey, playoffs? Yeah, we're talking playoffs. We have no problem doing that. And like always, we are going to go ahead and project our seven that we think are going to be going for it in January and February looking for that Lombardi. So let's get started. What we're going to do is we're going to start with the NFC this week. And I'm going to go ahead and bring up these teams. And since our own New Orleans Saints affiliate, the Dome Patrol, Wesley Coleman, he is 
I think, an authority of the NFC. And we're going to have him tell us the state of the union in the National Football Conference. Ready to go, my man? Ready. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at, first, the NFC East. You have got a couple teams that are 2-0 and in that division. And first, let's start off with both the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I mean that that that's where the the power is in in that division, and and right now a lot of people are predicting the the entire NFC. Um, I I don't like the Cowboys. I don't want to like the Cowboys. I don't want them to be good, but they have scored seventy points and given up ten points in two games. Right now, you've got to just you've got to call them the number one seed, um, period, um, and uh, assume that uh, you know you you can make up things that that's not going to continue. But right now. You can't look at anything and and deny that they uh, they got a great team that's definitely going to make the playoffs. Would the Philadelphia Eagles be your top wild card? Yeah, for sure. Um, now, now I'm gonna. I think there could be some some interesting things with uh, the NFC East possibly beating each other up a little. Um, so I could have another team that uh, I think is going to be fighting for a pretty decent wild card spot. So. Um, but right now, that would make the most sense um, for, for what you're seeing there. All right. Well, let's continue in the East. You know, everybody is giving the Cowboys and the Eagles the uh, the crown right now and saying they're battling it out. But lo and behold, there is another 2-0 team, and it's the Washington Commanders. What in the blue blazes is going on with Washington in the district? Yeah, Um. I'm probably not going to read into it too much. I think that they've played um, a terrible Cardinals team that doesn't seem to be extremely interested in uh, falling back from one of the top few draft picks. And the Broncos and Commanders played what was an ugly game where they scored a lot of points where um, neither team really looked like they meant necessarily deserved to win. So I get it. They're 2-0. and And that's you play who you play at this time. Um, I'm not taking the Commanders too terrible seriously um, with just their – their offensive power they have. You know, it, it's really interesting, though, that, wow, we heard for such a long time that, you know, don't really read in too much about the greatness of Eric Bieniemy because it's Andy Reid and he's an offensive genius. But the Washington Commanders, for the longest time, failed to score points. Now they're lighting it up. With with subpar, a lot of subpar parts um, there, too. I think Eric Bieniemy is doing a great job. Um, I think that questioning his offensive ability and um, st- strategy is silly, um, but that doesn't mean that he's going to make a great head coach. And it probably makes sense. There's there's still different reasons that have nothing to do with that of why he struggled to become a head coach. Um, but saying that he's not a great offensive coordinator is just silly. Let's look at one more team there. We're not going to go through every team in every division, but the New York Giants are definitely noteworthy. They were down, and it looked like they were going to go 0-2 in an embarrassing fashion, losing 40 to nothing the first week. And then what happened against the Arizona Cardinals, but they roared back and won that game. Is this a team that could compete? If they uh, is this a comeback that could uh, you know just shake off the the rust? Uh, no, okay. Um, 
I, th- I don't think their offensive line is good enough to make Daniel Jones be um, comfortable or good enough to block for Saquon Barkley, who I do think is an incredible talent. All right, let's talk about your division that your Saints call home. It is the NFC South. And you have a couple 2-0 teams. Three more 2-0 teams. Yeah. They're, oh, yes, we, we do have three. I almost forgot about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there. So I think it's safe to say we're not even going to talk about Carolina right now. You got to see them exclusively. And unfortunately, Steeler fans got to see them exclusively in the dreaded split screen. Did you have to deal with that split screen on Monday Night Football last night, too? I did not. I had full screen all, all on Saints until the Saints game was over. And then I then I I believe that me changing the channel and putting the Steelers on powered the Steelers to a victory. So you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for that. We we appreciate it. We'll we'll send you uh we'll send you an edible arrangement. Not a yellow and, towel. Yeah, well, well, you can have one. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's gold, not yellow, Wesley. We we've talked about that. Um <laughs> So Carolina Panthers, you know, not very good, but this is a really, this is really interesting to me because I think that the best quarterback in that division right now is in New Orleans. I think it's Derek Carr, but I think the best running game in the National Football League, at least top five, would be the Atlanta Falcons. I think that pony, that pony backfield that they have with, uh, I always screw up his name. It's Tyler Algier, right? Is that or is it Algier? Algier. I see. I I practiced that and I still got it wrong. And then you got you got to go ahead and look at the fact that Bijan Robinson as well. They're lighting it up. Is this going to be just a fantastic rivalry renewed between Atlanta and New Orleans? I I don't I don't think so. Um, I think there's always going to be something there and. We'll call it rivalry. The, the Saints have completely dominated this uh, rivalry for, for a decade now. Um, and listen, I, I agree that what Atlanta has done so far um, has looked good uh, for their running game. And they've exploited both the Packers and, and Panthers. Um, what's fixing to happen, though, is they're fixing to play a Detroit Lions team, which has not given up 100 yards to the Seahawks and the Chiefs. Um, I believe they gave up 80 yards to the Seahawks or 82 and 90 to the Chiefs, something like that. This is where we're going to find out if – I think Bijan Robinson is a very talented running back. Let's find out if one-dimensional Atlanta, who does not have a good quarterback, can do this against a, a decent defense that's uh, made to stop the run. That's, let's see how that looks. Uh, are we discounting – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the situation like the Washington commanders where you're like, yeah, they're not that good. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that um, I've never been as low on Baker Mayfield as he probably deserves. Um, And now having said that there are ridiculous people saying that right now he's the NFL MVP two games after the, I've seen a couple of people say that. And I think that's silly. Um, But again, we're talking about a Vikings team that has looked terrible and disjointed and a Bears team, which is is terrible and disjointed. Um, so I think there's a lot going on. I think that roster wise, the Buccaneers are not going to be talented enough. And, and they didn't they just didn't build a, a team this year that's going to be very competitive once Baker kind of falls back to earth. 
you know, and we have seen something in Mike Evans where, wow, the guy is timeless. He, yep. he is, he is really for real. And I, I really think that, you know, the fact that everyone thinks that he is going to be on another team. I, I think that's premature right now because he is their offense. I've seen a lot of Baker Mayfield and he's only in a sixth season. And when you're a journeyman, when you're on your fourth team in six seasons and three of those teams were in the last calendar year, <laughs> you know, you're kind of looking at like, yeah, this guy is, uh, this guy's not going to be, uh, you know, wearing a gold jacket. Yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, I don't definitely think Baker's going to be in a gold jacket. I also just don't think he's as bad as. Um, there's some Sam Darnolds and and people like that that were worse that he kind of got lumped in with. Um, and, and there's a reason that he still has a job right now as a starter, and there's some of those other guys don't. Um, I don't know if he's ever had necessarily a great offensive line paired with some good receivers. Um, I think he can do better than uh, than he's done in the past, but uh, eventually he's going to do something crazy at the wrong time and i mean he'll fall back to earth as far as being you know the 20th best quarterback in football well we'll wait until the end of the conference to let me know who the playoff teams are there you mentioned two very poor teams that played the buccaneers that's the bears and the vikings they are both owen two are the vikings the best owen two team in the nfc they are now. We. I just want to say that in the NFC South, we did not talk about the New Orleans Saints at all. Um, oh my gosh! But why? We just, I, you know, I, I don't know if you're messing with me. If I'm on, if I'm on candid camera right now, but uh, I would love we, to say that I was clever out. enough to mess with you. I just, uh, <laughs> man, I, I just uh, really screwed the pooch on that one. So, um, but hey, it's football, so it's the pooch punt, and you know, there's a flag on the play. <laughs> New Orleans gets the ball back. And so go ahead. Let's talk about the Saints. Yeah, uh, Saints are, are showing having some some problems with the offensive line. We've played two talented front sevens with the Tennessee Titans and Carolina Panthers. Um, their defensive strengths matched up really good against our new together young offensive line or the left side of our offensive line being young. Um, and we've we've gotten better. We've won two close games. Um our defense is elite. Um, we have uh, what's going to be a top three defense in the league right now. Um, and if, if not for a trash touchdown against Carolina, would be number one in every single defensive category. Um, we've got uh, just enough going on uh, where we can stay competitive. We won a few games. We're going to get Alvin Kamara back in two weeks. Um, and there's a lot of talented offensive pieces. Derek Carr had probably one of the uglier games that he could have um, th this, this past week. And so as long as we get him back to just uh, being average Derek Carr, it's going to be really difficult to beat us. Um, the New Orleans Saints, if this week they hold the um, Green Bay Packers to under 20 points, they will tie an NFL record for 11 games in a row holding an opponent to under 20 points. Tie an NFL record for that. And if they do it this week against the Packers, they're going to break that record against the Tampa Bay Bucks in two weeks. When I think of great New Orleans Saints defenses, you know, what comes to mind, and, you know, apologies to uh, how good that 2009 team was, but I think of the Ricky Jacksons and I think of the Dome Patrol. The, the, yeah, the, uh, the <laughs> early 1990s. Pat Swilling, I believe he was one. Of, he yep. was in that Sam group. Sam Mills and, and Sam Mills. Yep. Yeah. So, 
how do they compare to that great group? Yeah, um, you know, you know, uh, th- that's a great team that um, was great because they had four Pro Bowl linebackers on it, which has never been repeated. Um, but this team is great at all levels. Um, Cam Jordan paired with younger Carl Granderson are both in the top 10 in pressures. Carl Granderson was the number seven um, defensive lineman in pressures. Uh, Demario Davis in the second level is the number two um, rated linebacker in football this year. And then Marshawn Lattimore at the third level is completely shutting everybody down, along with Tyron Matthew and Marcus May playing great together. We have it at all three levels, which that team did not have back then. That team had completely dominant four players that made some other players um, look good by by causing havoc. This team has it at all levels. We can stop the run. We're getting pressure on quarterbacks. And we got cornerbacks that are tight um, where we can play man coverage against everybody. Let's go ahead and move forward if it's okay right now. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, man, I I can't believe I did that. Let's go ahead, and I I just couldn't wait to talk about the Bears and the Vikings, but we're not going to. I will ask if the the Vikings are that 0-2 team that is uh, just not playing, just having bad fortune in the first two weeks, or are they – or have they just progressed? Now, did you ask, are they the best the best 0-2 team in football or in the NFC? In the NFC. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I think that's unquestionable. Um, whether or not they can fix it, I don't know. Um, this uh, They legitimately, I thought they were going to fix it last week, and I think I predicted that. They might actually be having some problems that, uh, I mean, it, it's looked really bad two weeks in a row. I don't even want to talk about the Chicago Bears. I think no uh, I think they are actually everyone's talking about Arizona and Houston being they, that number they, one. They pick. can make a run at the at the number one pick again. Yeah, I I, I really think uh, you know Caleb Williams. You might want to stay for another year. I'm just saying. Well, I guarantee the Bears don't trade it if they get it again this year. Yeah, they're but kick, they're they're kicking themselves right now. It's a terrible move. I'm watching. If I'm Caleb Williams, I'm watching this show or listening to this show every single week to see what the playoff picture and what the standings are because we will talk about the overall standings and who's in line for that number one pick and if it's the Chicago Bears man if I'm consulting that guy I'm saying stay away let's go ahead and uh does anybody really want to win this division you've got the Lions and the Packers and they're both one and one I think the Lions want to win it. Um, I'm not sure if they're talented enough to win it on offense, um, but I think they're going to win it. Um, I think that uh, um, I'm still – Jordan Love, I get it. He's thrown some uh, some good touchdowns, and he hasn't thrown the interceptions. He's also completing 55% of his passes, and that is not good enough um, to, to, to win in this league um, consistently, especially when you get to playoff caliber teams. So um, – I think that the Lions, with just their pure coaching and attitude, um, are going to you know, kind of be the cream that rises to the top here out of what may end up being a pretty bad division. Yeah, that's it's crazy because I watched Jordan Love, and he had plenty of time, and it was Packer fans have seen this for almost 30-some years, either Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers with, with uh, that much time, just simple. When you're down by one, yeah, that's that's a field goal. That's right. I mean, game over, Packers. Yep. And it it was not the case, and it fell on Jordan Love. Not saying he's not going to be a good quarterback in this league, but they lost 
a lot when Aaron Rodgers went to Gotham. So with that being said, it looks like it is the Lions division right now, but that is a very bad division if you ask the two of us. One of the uh, better divisions in the league, and you would also have to say it's still the NFC North, excuse me, the NFC West. Uh, the Cardinals not included in that. The Seahawks uh, and Rams are one and one. The 49ers are two and oh. They play the, uh, it looks like you're going to have a situation with the 49ers in Dallas in week five, both being four and oh before they battle each other and have that true test. I think the 49ers are a really good team. We kind of talked about this last week. Not everybody is sold on Brock Purdy. I know I am after watching the debacle at Acrisure Stadium with the Pittsburgh Steelers last week in week one. But what are you thinking with the West? Yeah, so I'm going to um, keep kind of moving here and say, so I watched the, the Rams 49ers game pretty closely. And I think the Rams deserved to win that game. And I realized that um, we're getting a whole lot of talk about uh, uh, Puka Nakua and all the amount of catches that he has. Everybody's ignoring the fact that he has like seven or eight drops. And if he didn't have those drops, if he was Cooper Cup or a better-handed receiver, um, the Rams win this game. They end up losing at the end. Um uh, one interception um, early in the game that basically turned everything went off of a receiver's hands and he just popped it up in the air and gave the 49ers a free touchdown. Um, and Matthew Stafford definitely looks the healthiest that I've seen him in years, definitely since the Super Bowl. He's moving differently. The zip on his ball is not lost at all. Um, I think that Matthew Stafford, if he had Cooper Cup right now, they're 2-0. and and there's a whole different conversation going on right now about the 49ers versus the the uh, the Rams. Um, so I think this is going to be an interesting division. They got to play each other again, and um, I, this is a toss up for me. Who's your number one? You already talked about the Cowboys being number one. Are you holding on to that right now? Unfortunately, I just can't go another way. It's uh, they 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 are they deserve it uh, of what they've done, and it's yeah. You, know, you scored seventy points, so you put up ten in two games. You're you're the number one seed. Division winners. Yeah, so um, I I think that uh, I'm gonna my number two seed is gonna be the Saints. I just think that playing in what is a, gonna wash out to be a weak division, they're just and they play the easiest schedule in football. Um, that they're gonna end up kind of. Uh, being the number two seed over a you know weak NFC um, North and then the Rams and 49ers that beat each other up a little bit. All right. And so if we go ahead and look at your uh, your other playoff teams, it looks like uh, either the Rams or 49ers. In I'll put there. the 49ers number three. I'll say right now we don't have Cooper Cup, so they're going to win their division. Okay. And then, of course, you've I would think uh, the Lions will end up winning the North being your fourth seed there. Can and you- then – finishing out with wild cards i'm going to put the rams as my number five seed over the eagles mm. eagles uh um number six and then um the vikings do enough to cr- get here and sneak in as maybe even a losing record seven seed oh wow so you don't believe in the falcons at all no okay I don't believe in Desmond Ritter at all. I did not like him coming out of college. He's not accurate enough. I, 
there was things that I don't think he's corrected. I'm not a Desmond Ritter guy. All right, here's the music. We'll be back after Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's Fans First Sports Network. It's the big picture where we talk about the playoffs. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Wesley Coleman is here as well. We are both your host for this. And you know what? We've already talked about the NFC, and I am going to sit back, and I am going to throw the reins over to Wesley Coleman as we talk about the American Football Conference. Yeah, we're going to start right off with uh, your favorite division and what might be the most interesting division in football right now, at least with people being all over the place about what's actually going on. What's going on with the AFC North? We've got <laughs> Owen two Bengals, the Browns. I, we don't even know what's going on with the Browns and their, their quarterback and now uh, their running game that could be shattered, literally. Um We've got your Steelers, and then you got a, some two and O Ravens that um, haven't necessarily looked that great. What? Tell me about the AFC North. What's going on, and uh, who's going to come out of this? This is definitely your black and blue division. I'm going to say right now that you know, and I hate to say this, but the Browns are done, and the Browns were really a one dimensional offense as far as I was concerned because they were a running team, and that was. Nick Chubb was keeping them in games. Kevin Stefanski really blew that game from the start. And the reason I'm going to say that is we were talking before the game. All they had to do was run, 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 and maybe run again and not even think about passing. They came out and threw a ugly pick six 
on the very first play of the game. And the uh, the Steelers, that put the crowd back in the game. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers did everything they could to take the crowd back out of the game. And that had a lot to do with the play calling as well. But the Browns are not ready for primetime after that. I hate, and I don't care if it's a division rival, I hated to see that injury. I will go ahead and throw some editorial. You cannot call that a dirty hit. That was no. a football hit. And you're hearing a lot about that with Minka Fitzpatrick. I wish Ryan Clark would shut the hell up and uh, just say, no, it's not a dirty hit. And then said, oh, I did try to hurt people when I played. <laughs> like, stop that. That's not helping. But with everything else, that division is crazy. The Ravens are right now, they are your division winner until Lamar Jackson finds a way to get hurt. So it's really up in the air. The well, Bengals we, are not right. Yeah, things like we haven't we haven't talked about many people's Super Bowl predictions come out of the AFC, and that's the the Cincinnati Bengals. They've had a bad start. They're not this bad, right? So can they get it corrected over the next few weeks before they get buried? Well, they put themselves in a hole right now. They have the Los Angeles Rams next week. They have them at home, but starting to think that they're not going to have Joe Burrow in that game. And that changes everything. It is a Monday game, which gives him an extra day. So that's the only maybe saving grace. But I agree with you. I don't think he plays. He's not right. Even if he plays, he, he is wasn't not right. right the last two weeks. This this was not a new injury. This is the same one. Yeah. And they really, they could have sat him. And he's the kind of player that if he misses the first two weeks, he could probably be back in week yep. three. And be Joe Burrow and be Superman all over again. The only thing bad about Joe Burrow, in my mind, is that he wears tiger stripes. He wears that god-awful helmet. I hate that thing. But I will say this. He is electric. But those other guys, Jamar, I mean, I'm a big Jamar Chase fan. I think he's great as well. And I know I know, uh, I know your LSU, LSU boys, you love those guys. But... They're not, they're not picking up the slack for Joe Burrow being hurt. And I think they would have been much better off. I, I still see them winning the division because I think Lamar Jackson's going to get hurt. Yeah, he's not. I don't believe in the Steelers right now. And that hurts. And I'm getting called, I've been called everything from a Browns fan, from a hypocrite and all of this. Um, because I picked against the Steelers yesterday but if you watch that game against Cleveland, you can't have your defense outscoring your offense every single week. The defense looks phenomenal at in some points with not just TJ Watt, but with Alex Highsmith, who got the money and got even better. So, you know, they carried that they carried that game for the Pittsburgh Steelers and some other guys did as well. Larry Ogunjobi, Joey Porter Jr. showed up in a big way with a, a couple big plays at the end, but Matt Canada is horrendous right now at calling and he's putting Kenny Pickett in a bad spot and Kenny Pickett is not able to overcome a bad line, a running game that is, is not able to get through any holes because there are no holes and one of the worst play callers in the league. So right now that offense is a mess and I have to actually take them out of the playoffs right now. Sure. 
I cannot put them in there. Well, um, so we'll get to your standings when we go through these. Now, let's go. We'll go from uh, a really talked about division with lots of questions to maybe the least talked about division in all of football. We're going to go to the AFC South. Um, they got three teams that are one and one with the Jaguars, Colts, and Titans. And then you got the Texans that are doing what they're supposed to do, and they're being 0-2. Um, what, what, do you, what do you see going on here? Is this, uh, is this a close division? Are we going to see some separation at some point, or is this going to be a fight all the way through? This is going to be another situation like the NFC North that we talked about. You're going to have, uh, you're not going to have really much separation. If you do, it's because the Jacksonville Jaguars are slightly better than the, uh, than the two other teams and the Texans are just plain bad. I think the Titans are, I don't think they're as good as, advertised with some of those big names uh ryan Tannehill is slowing down you have uh you have a guy like derrick henry that can still get some things done and hopkins as well but they are all on uh on the downside of their careers i just don't think that team is anything special now you did mention how good their defense is especially their front seven they're they're tough but i really think this is jacksonville's division to lose but look out for those colts and i'm i'm toying i am absolutely toying with saying that the colts could be a surprise team um at the bottom of of that wild card division awesome um so afc east it sounds like we're gonna have a, a surprise of afc south possibly but the afc east um you know it's got one team that's undefeated and that's the dolphins um who are you know exciting to watch got a couple of fast receivers and if Tua stays healthy uh, I think they scare everybody um, that's the big question um, the Jets very emotional win in week one after losing Aaron Rodgers you got the Bills who I don't know what's going on and then the Patriots are 0-2 um, and they've uh, they haven't looked like the disciplined uh, normal Patriots doing the right thing that uh, we've seen from Bill Belichick what you got in the AFC East Man, I was hyping up the Patriots last week, and you're like, Brian, I don't, I don't know about that. And I've got to pump the brakes on the Patriots right now. I, I think they could be a nine and eight team, but I think there's some teams ahead of them. The Jets are, the Jets could not compensate for that loss of Aaron Rodgers. He, they really couldn't. And then you have the problem with, you know, if Dalvin Cook was on your fantasy team. He gave you a minus 05, and guess what? I would have won last week if uh, he had just like one point. But is, is it a huge mistake for the Jets to not bring in a veteran quarterback? Yeah, it, it really is. Any, any Anybody that just has won games before? Y you know what, what plagues me, which I absolutely hate in the National Football League, and it's like, oh, we picked this guy high. We've got to stick with him. Now, you know what? It's okay to say, hey, he wasn't the guy that not only we thought he was, but the draft pundits thought he was too when you elevated him this high to be the number two overall pick. Bad is bad. Huey Lewis said it. Bad is bad. So he's not the quarterback. Any other quarterback, I'm telling you, you put Mitch Trubisky on that team. You put, a, there's a few other backups that I would go ahead and put on that team and they're a playoff team. I'm not saying they're winning the whole thing, but that defense is that darn good. 
and they have the wide receivers too. Man, Garrett Wilson has an opportunity to be wasted right now. And you have other players there that could do, I mean, they, they put all their eggs in Aaron Rodgers basket. Aaron Rodgers is out. Aaron Rodgers says he's going to be back for the playoffs. Man, I would bring a guy in like Mitch Trubisky. I would bring in an a journeyman guy that is not great, but is so much better and more polished than Mr. Wilson right now. Yeah, I I agree. They, they they've spent so much on bringing veterans in. Um, I don't think that they can just throw away this season. And I'm not sure who they can trade for that necessarily makes sense. Um, that fits in the the salary and is a one year rental. It's just got to be somebody different than Zach Wilson. Um, they have enough talented people if they just have somebody that can can move the ball around. Um, you know, there was a, there was a lot of uh, talk at first about maybe somebody. Um, you know, the, the the Saints have Jameis Winston, who's a established starter in the league, right um, there. Somebody him with some serious arm talent. If you get him in, get the interceptions. He's been a couple of years working under Sean Payton and Drew Brees about refining his craft and the way he processes football. You take a chance on a guy like him. You pair him with a couple of speeds through receivers and you just see you at least give yourself a chance and then we've we've heard a rumor this week that if they make the playoffs Aaron Rodgers might be able to play yeah Zach Wilson is not taking this team to the playoffs under any circumstances even there's 10 wild card teams they're not making it somebody bring in somebody that gives you a shot at being in the playoffs and maybe Aaron Rodgers comes back and and then what what do you do you know what I'm gonna say something crazy I think Josh Dobbs could take this team to the playoffs. I really can't. I really think so. I, I just, I think you need a game manager. I think you, you need a guy that could be, could be conservative and let that. That's a great running team. They have two very good backs. You have Brees Hall tweeting out four footballs, which means I only got four carries this week. You've got to feed those guys. You got to let those guys play. And if you just have, an above average, a slightly above average quarterback, the Jets are fine. But it's not Zach Wilson. I would take Wilson the volleyball from Castaway right now over Zach Wilson. So there we go with uh, some some AFC East uh, uh, news. Um, and it looks like that's, uh, that's going to be a two-team race between the Dolphins and if the Bills can get right there. Dolphins right. are the most annoying team in the league, if you ask me. I think they have the most punchable <laughs> coach. Um, I know he has personality, but I, I just, but they are playing chess where other play, teams are playing checkers. I think ultimately it is the Bills, and they showed right. it against the Raiders. All right, so we move on to the AFC West, which um, you know, there's a lot of talk about whether or not this was going to be the Chiefs, Chargers, or Broncos, and if this was going to be a three-team race and competitive all the way down. Two of these teams, the Broncos and Chargers, are both 0-2. The other two, the Raiders and Chiefs, are 1-1. One and one. Um, and I think all four teams have question marks, and none of them have looked necessarily good in any game. Um, what do you think about the AFC West? Chiefs could win on reputation alone as long as they're healthy. And if you have Mahomes and you have Kelsey, you're going to win games because they are that duo and they're that damn good. But are are they special? Are they sexy? No. With with everybody else, they don't have the supporting cast. They, I mean, they just lost Kadarius Tony, who had had a rebound game, played a little bit better, 
And so, you know, Sky Moore has emerged. But if one of those big two are not healthy, then you're in trouble. The defense impressed me against they shut down Trevor Lawrence. They they shut down Calvin Ridley at Jacksonville. So, you know, the defense stepped up for him. So that's the Chiefs division. The Chargers have the worst coach in the National Football League right now. I would say that uh, Brandon Staley, he's terrible. I've thought that for a few years now. It's uh, I think he's the first candidate to be fired. That team should be better than what they are. They're wasting wasting uh, some talent there. I don't care. I don't care that Austin Eckler's hurt. They still should have won both of those games. And they should have won last week against Tennessee. And they ended up blowing that game. The Broncos, they know how to score points. But the, you know that team better than I do because you know the coach. I just, uh, I just don't think they have the talent there. And, well, you know, who am I missing in that division? Raiders. It's the Raiders. And that's a team that I, I, I still think they are actually a sneaky good enough team i i think that i'm going to know a lot about that team this week i think that they could handle their business against pittsburgh i think they ran into an embarrassed bills team that at home you know it's really tough for those uh west coast teams uh, and i know vegas isn't really west coast anymore but those western teams to go across the country and play that one o'clock game and they just did not show up i think jimmy Garopp- garoppolo is going to go ahead and have that team at at least at the high best 10 and 7 but i think they can get in at 9 and 8 so i'm actually going to pencil them in ahead of the chargers cuz i don't i do not believe in the chargers right now yeah, I'll I'll tell you. I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna be a fan of the Steelers. Like the Steelers beat the Raiders this week. I think the Hope Raiders. You're right. I think the Raiders scored ten points against the Bills, and they they did not deserve to beat the Broncos. The Broncos shot themselves in the foot by missing extra points and a field goal um, to win the first. And Jimmy Garoppolo in two weeks is 385 yards passing. Um, I don't see him even surviving the season. He's always injured. Um, but even if he does, I just don't see he's that he's that good. So I think your I think your Steelers win this week. I do have a question for you. What you got? I mean, this is a personal question. This will help me out. I was thinking of just wearing a plain black T-shirt to that game so I don't get murdered. No, but no. I, you think I'm fine? You're fine. Um, Vegas is a tourist town. They are used to. Um, it's kind of like the way New Orleans and Green Bay and certain cities where people are like, where you're always, the people mark it on the calendar. Oh, fun city. I'm going to watch my team there. They will have no problems. You probably will actually see more or as many jerseys from teams not the Raiders as you will from Raiders nobody from Oakland's driving over there and is uh, making the black hole um it's a tourist town they are used to people wearing other jerseys in there think you'll be just fine people will probably be nice to you and or ignore you and it won't be that loud uh, uh, you'll have a great time in a Steelers jersey thank you all fine. right so good I'm feeling much yeah, better tour, about tour, that. Tour, tourist town they're, they're not too passionate they the team's still really new for them they they don't care all right, great. I because I would never wear it in Los Angeles and definitely not Oakland. No, you'll be good. All righty, I'll be wearing my Saints jersey at Lambeau Field um, this this week up in the Packer country. I love it. Hey, you know, as a Saints fan, if I was a Saints fan, I would dress as the Pope. I really <laughs> we would. have I, we have there is there is a Saint super fan that dresses as the Pope and sits in the front row of every game. 
I think that would be so cool. I would do that. He's got a big white and gold hat. All right, so th- we've got the AFC um, wrapped up there. So um, who do you have now as your number one seed? We've got a, we've got a lot of question marks and not a lot of emphatic, this is who I believe in, um, but who do you have as your number one seed? I'm thinking that uh, it's still the Kansas City Chiefs just because I think they're going to have the health. I think they're still that it team. I'm not looking for them to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to go ahead and put them in at number one. I'm actually going to, uh, right now at this point, I'm going to go with the Ravens this week for the number two seed. Okay. Because I've seen enough of them winning ugly and winning and doing enough. Lamar Jackson will get hurt. I'm telling you that mark it down. But I think right now, if he does stay healthy, they are going to be the number one, the number uh, one team in that division. And I think they could have the number two seed. So I'll be shocked if we're not talking about either the Dolphins or Bills as your number three seed here. Who's coming out of the AFC East? Well, I uh, a big part of me wants to say the Dolphins, even though I don't like the Dolphins at all. But yeah. I'm going to go with the Bills right now because I kind of believe I still believe in them more, even though I think the Dolphins uh, are going to be really tough. I think, you know, the health of Tua, I mean, the guy gets hurt. Guys get hurt just like J.K. Dobbins. You know, he's going to get hurt every year and he's hurt again. And and it's a shame, but he's hurt again for Baltimore. So but I will go ahead and put the Bills in at number three and Jacksonville at number four. Dolphins at number five. I still think they are the best team there. I am going to go ahead and just get a. I'll, I'll have to say Cincinnati. I. Yep. I'll put Cincinnati in at number six. And who's our final team making the playoffs? Well, I, I was saying that I was saying the Raiders, but I'm going to go a little crazier. I'm going to go with the Colts. Okay, yeah, that's that'll be. I'm going to see how I want to see how that ages. Man, Richardson's doing something special there. And, and is, is with concussion, is he going to be back this week? And how long is he out for? If they uh, lose another game to the Ravens and lose a few spots in the the, the standings, we'll see what. Uh, they do to. have one of the finest backups in the league in Gardner Minshew, and I think he's a guy that that would really help that team. Hey, that's a guy that you could throw on the Jets, and I think they go to the playoffs. Well, excellent. So uh, we'll see how much the st- the uh, standings change over the next few weeks, but uh, we've got our AFC seven playoff teams. Yeah, and we did it a little quicker than we did last week. So I think it's time that we get on out of here. Make sure you check Fans First Sports Network for all of your, not only your Pittsburgh Steelers needs, not only your New Orleans Saints needs, But for any team that you follow, any sport, we've got it all here. We are growing every single day. The National Football League is almost full. Major League Baseball is full. And we are going to be uh, we're going to be looking very hard as far as college football as well. We will continue to grow and continue to be your news source for all sports. So with that being said, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and this is. I was going to let you do it. I was gonna, I, I looked up and you have still curtain network and it just threw me off. Oh, okay. Uh, the big this, picture. The, the, all right. And this is Wesley Coleman and we oh, okay. are the big picture and we'll talk to you later.
We'll, we'll get this tighter. <laughs> how Only about week some? Two. We're, how we're about do, hey, we're doing better than the Bengals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hit more music. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.